0: for true good sleep. So, press play on good sleep tonight because a good tomorrow starts with a good night's sleep. Just search for good sleep in your podcast app and be sure to pick the one from Optimal Living Daily. It's another Q&A edition of Optimal Health Daily, episode 2124, and I'm Dr. Neil Malik. Hey there, happy Friday and welcome to another Q&A edition of Optimal Health Daily where I answer your health questions related to fitness, diet and nutrition, and lots more. You send in the questions and I answer them for you. Oh, and if you want a free copy of our Optimal Living Daily Workbook, send in a question. The easiest way to do that is to email it to health at oldpodcast.com. And with that, I'm sure you're excited to hear today's question, so let's get right to it as we optimize your life. Today's question came via email. Wanda writes, Dr. Neil, I'm a longtime listener and fan of many of the OLD podcasts. I'm a 65-year-old woman who has recently had issues with high blood pressure. I've made many changes to my diet and also started doing cardio. I've lifted weights three days a week for at least five years and really enjoy both the process and the results. I knew that cardio would be good for me, but disliked it so much that I had trouble making it a habit. I've been progressing with my workouts and now my question is, what should I focus on? Increasing the duration of the workout? Increasing the resistance? Increasing speed? Is high-intensity interval training better? Since I dislike cardio, I want to be sure to focus on what will do me the most good in regards to high blood pressure and high cholesterol. Thank you for all you do. Thank you for taking the time to send in your question, longtime listener Wanda. I am thrilled to hear about your progress. What you've accomplished so far is not easy. So if you haven't already, I hope you've taken the time to give yourself a pat on the back. Now, you may have heard this term, muscle confusion. Now I'll be clear here. Muscle confusion is not a scientific term. Instead, it's a simplification of a valid concept, forcing the muscles to adapt to new movements. A related term you probably have also encountered is muscle memory. Again, a simplified version of a real phenomenon. Our muscles can get used to doing the same thing over and over again, and it's a good idea to change your workouts to force your muscles to adapt. Changing your workouts, and therefore confusing your muscles, has a number of advantages, such as helping to prevent injury. Now, how is this possible? Well, again, when we repeat the same movement over and over, day after day, we can actually increase our risk for injury. There are a number of reasons why this may happen. For example, We may be so used to performing the same movement over and over again, we're not being mindful, and instead, we focus our attention on something else. As a result, we may get sloppy in our form, which can lead to injury. Repeating the same movement may also fatigue those muscles. So if we continue performing the same movement after the muscles are fatigued, that too may lead to injury. If we think about our overall fitness, and even the shape and size of our muscles, muscle confusion can be beneficial here too. Now let me stop for a moment and clarify something. When I say muscle confusion, it doesn't mean you have to say, quit resistance training altogether and start doing Pilates. It can be as simple as this. When you're performing resistance training, perform the same move, but say use a heavier resistance and perform fewer repetitions of that movement. Or use a lighter weight and aim for more repetitions. Or you could try a different resistance exercise altogether but one that uses the same groups of muscles, or change the amount of rest time between sets of exercises. These are all ways to confuse your muscles and to continue making more progress. Now, there is a mnemonic device that certified trainers have to memorize. It's called the FIT Principle, F I T T. This principle is all about muscle confusion, so stick with me here. The F in FITT, or FIT, stands for frequency. This means that if you want to confuse your muscles and keep making progress, change the frequency of your workouts. If you normally perform resistance training three times a week, add one more day, or only go once a week. Changing the frequency doesn't mean you have to increase how often you work out. You could decrease it, and then on the other days, do something else. The I in FIT stands for intensity. If changing the frequency doesn't feel right, change the intensity of your workouts. Again, you could do this by having a longer or shorter rest period between lifts. So say after you perform an exercise, you normally rest for one minute before repeating that exercise. You could instead rest for only 30 seconds. The first T in FIT stands for time. So instead of exercising for 45 minutes each session, increase the intensity and exercise for only 21 minutes. Manipulate the amount of time you spend on your workout, or like I said before, the rest time between sets. And the second T in FIT refers to type, or type of exercise. So instead of performing the same exercises using the same muscle groups, find other ways to exercise them. So when you really think about it, this FIT principle is all about muscle confusion. And again, this is a fundamental exercise physiology concept. All certified trainers need to know and understand this. So by mixing things up, it's going to force your body to adapt, which is what we want to have happen. All right, so what does this have to do with improving blood pressure and cholesterol? If you can incorporate, say, less rest time between sets of exercises, or basically increase the intensity of your resistance training sessions, you'll find that the workout now becomes sort of a hybrid cardio resistance training workout you'll find that your heart rate will start to climb faster than it normally does. And you may not be able to use as much resistance. You'll have to go a little lighter. By shortening the rest time between sets of exercises, your muscles don't have enough time to recover, which means strength will suffer a bit. And Wanda, since you mentioned you don't like traditional cardio, this can help improve your cardiorespiratory fitness while keeping your strength training going. In fact, there have been a number of published studies looking at whether high-intensity interval training, or HIT, helps with reducing blood pressure and blood cholesterol levels, multiple meta-analyses found that high-intensity interval training helps reduce both. Now, I do have some disclaimers. The first, check with your healthcare provider before making any of these changes to your workouts. Second, there is no need to perform high-intensity interval training every single day or during every single workout. As I said in the beginning, It's important to mix things up every once in a while to avoid injury or overtraining. So I would say, Wanda, in your case, a good place to start would be shortening the workouts but increase the intensity. You can do that by taking less rest in between your sets. And again, congratulations on your progress so far and I wish you continued success. Thank you so much for taking the time to send in your question, Wanda. We're actually giving away a copy of our hardcover optimal living daily workbook if you're in the US. And you send in a relevant question. You can email your question to health at oldpodcast.com. Or you can call in your question. The number is country code 161 I Love OHD. That's 1-614-568-3643. Or you can submit your audio question by going to oldpodcast. Dot com slash ask. It's really easy there. You can even do retakes before sending it in. And again, that's oldpodcast.com slash ask. All right, that's another Q&A of Optimal Health Daily. Thank you so much for listening every day and all the way through and for sending in your questions. And I'll see you back here over the weekend where your optimal life awaits.